0: This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Tell me, why is finding a great-fitting, comfortable bra so hard, Matthew?
1: Molly, I literally couldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> Good use of literally, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, surely you've had experience with with, with bras. Had, but, I've had a bit. Okay, okay. Well, for for the ladies who were wearing those bras... <laughs> Maybe, Matthew, you could tell them about Third Love. It is this exciting new lingerie brand that uses real women's measurements and truly gives you, Matthew, the perfect fit.
1: Well, I'm not sure about that, but my (laughs) wife has one and says it is extremely comfortable. They offer 100% fit guarantee, and returns and exchanges are always free.
0: And you can try their best-selling 24-7 t-shirt bra for free for 30 days. You can start your free trial now, in fact, at thirdlove.com slash spilledmilk. I'm Molly.
1: And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
1: And today we're talking about Ginger. Whoa. Did you like that?
0: Uh, that was the like the
1: ginger. <laughs>
0: it's kind of like the creaky door effect.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right uh, here like at that. the top, <laughs> keep no, keep that going throughout the rest of throughout everything I say. Okay, uh,
0: it's like the beginning of the thriller video or, oh, the, or it thriller is. the song in general, yes. right? There's the creaking and the footsteps, and then Vincent Price.
1: Yeah, the things I do for this show, despite it being uh, a very hot day, especially in my dining room, I'm wearing a red leather jacket.
0: By the middle of the show today, I am going to be dancing like a zombie.
1: Yes, I can't wait. Uh, and you're going to be dancing like a zombie to the to the melodious tones of Ginger. And I want to specify off top, we're not talking about ginger beverages today. We're going to do that on a separate episode. We're talking about, like, ginger in cooking and baking.
0: Okay, cool. Fresh ginger, ground ginger. I think both. Candied ginger?
1: Yeah, I think all of the above. Pickled ginger. Yeah.
0: Oh, Keep wow. Going. Keep going. The only thing we're not going to discuss today, and we should let you listener know this, you listener, <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> we are not going to be discussing ginger beverages because that is just a whole other can of... Beverages. A can
1: of, can of Canada Dry. That's an all other can that a dry of worms.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, oh, I'm so okay.
1: proud of myself now.
0: Okay. So, uh, so and I'm
1: glad you finally like, uh, you know, it, it's time to admit to ourselves that we have only one listener and we're doing the show just <laughs> for them. Hi, mom.
0: You listener and my mom too. We have two listeners.
1: Uh, no, it turns out we have the same mom.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh wow, this is going to be our new running joke. Now we're going to be siblings. We were married oh. before. Now we're going to be siblings.
1: Um yeah, that keeps the it keeps the marriage a lot spicier. <laughs> like like ginger. Like ginger. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, let's let's walk down memory lane, Matthew.
1: Indeed. So, what do I remember of uh, of ginger as a youth? I mostly remember uh, ginger snaps, which of which we have some here today, although mm-hmm. they're on the other side of the room because I didn't bring them to the table yet. <laughs> and uh, American Chinese food with lots of ginger in it. How about you?
0: Yeah, I think I, I think I think of stir fries. I think. I don't know. I don't feel is, like. Is
1: I, this an E. e. Cummings poem? <laughs> or no, no it's, it's a Gertrude Stein poem. Uh,
0: ginger has such small hands. <laughs>
1: Isn't that <laughs> so? So much depends on a wheelbarrow full of ginger. That's
0: William Carlos Williams. I know. <laughs> full
1: of I'm. I'm sorry. I ate the ginger. The You're ginger. keeping in the ice box. <laughs> it was <laughs> poetry. So, is the best. So crunchy <laughs>
0: and so spicy. <laughs> okay anyway um
1: that's and that's all the poems I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know I took the road less traveled by oh yes Matthew two roads diverged in a wood
1: one was ginger beverages one was uh, (laughs) baking with ginger and uh, and they turned into two separate episodes and that has made all the difference (laughs)
0: Rent. Oh, boy. Okay. 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 Anyway, um, I don't think there was much ginger you know, along my memory lane. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm sure my mom made gingerbread. I, I, I think my earliest memory of really baking with ginger myself was this night when I was like 17 and being the wild teenager I was. <laughs> I think it was like a Friday night and I was at home with my parents. And my dad was making rice pudding. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom and I decided... To bake this fresh ginger cake out of a gourmet magazine that had just arrived at the house. And I, it was so delicious. You served it with caramelized pears on top.
1: Oh, that is that is truly uninhibited.
0: And I was reading a lot of William Faulkner at the time. Okay. And a lot of Toni Morrison. Yep. This is my junior year of high school. And um, I wrote this like super ecstatic three-page prose poem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear an excerpt? Of that poem?
0: It's actually in my first book.
1: Oh, okay. No, wait, like, the whole thing?
0: The whole thing. Oh, okay. I know, in all of its embarrassing glory. Um, anyway, but yeah. I have read that,
1: that book. I just, it's not in a
0: while. Yeah, it's okay, Matthew. Uh-huh. It's okay. It's okay. You'd think my, I would remember a poem. My very best friend, Ben Smith, I'm going to call you out on this. Ben Smith, I know you never finished my first book. How do you know? Because he can't lie to me. Oh. Anyway, uh, but anyway, all this to say, fresh Wait a ginger minute. cake.
1: When you say he can't you, he told you this, and that's how you know? He
0: told me. Okay. Yeah. He's that tri- seems pretty he's, definitive. He's tried to lie to me, but I got it out okay. of him. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sometimes sometimes someone will say to me, like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm definitely planning to read your book. I know. And I'm like, just so, don't, many pe- so, don't so many say people that, have said that to right?
0: me. It hurts. I'm
1: really looking forward to reading your book that came out six years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, fresh ginger cake with caramelized pears. It was a hot and feverish night uh-huh. in Oklahoma City.
1: Did you? Your dad was like at the stove stirring rice pudding. Were yeah. you, you know, having to elbow him aside to get to the oven? This um, this is a very uh, Norman Rockwell esque scene. I
0: know, I know. my 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 youth was pretty wholesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody everybody in say. the kitchen making a dessert yeah that's that's really I mean, I think uh like you know, parenting experts say that like if you all get in the kitchen together and make a dessert, then your kids won't won't get hooked on crack. I don't yeah. know I think that's what they say. Well, I
0: never got hooked on crack. So, so, it, so that's proof. So it worked. I didn't get pregnant as a teenager, so didn't get hooked on crack. didn't uh well, here I am. Look how happy I <laughs> welcome, am
1: welcome. <laughs> welcome to your uh, your uh, this is
0: your life, Molly Weisenberg.
1: This yeah, this is your life. Do you remember that time that time you made a cake? Well, here is that cake. <laughs> it's a really really moldy. You can't see the cake anymore.
0: <laughs> no, I feel like if we go too far down this road, I'm going to get all yes. melancholy about all the making yes. out I wasn't doing. Like like the caramel corn episode when all we did was talk about the making out that we weren't doing.
1: Right. If yeah, if anybody Although missed you were the caramel corn episode. Out. Well, I mean, Oh, you mean during the episode? <laughs> yeah, that's what it yeah. sounded like.
0: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Yeah, you were trying to tell a story, and, and all people could hear was like, mmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is what it sounds like. <laughs> <That>
0: is- <laughs> wow, Matthew, I'm blushing. That was-, Ooh, that was really hot. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Okay uh I think so you're reaching new levels in this show all the time i'm so glad we've decided to go explicit oh yeah i wouldn't want children to hear your tongue noises
1: oh absolutely not they would uh they just don't need to know that that <laughs> that, that level of passion exists in the world of <laughs> 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 me licking the uh the uh windscreen in front of the microphone
0: <laughs> basically licking your own mustache
1: I'm holding in a, in a really meaningful looking way and waving a piece of ginger root. And, and like to me, like as, you know, mostly a savory cook, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very savory person, which is going to which is going to pose a problem when they try to make a gelato flavor out of me. Um, I don't know if that adds for this episode. <laughs> but let's keep that in. Okay, okay. Uh, this to me is like the platonic form of ginger. This, this hunk of ginger root.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how do they make um, ground ginger from this? Is it like just cut into slices, dehydrated, and ground up? Is I that I think what that's exactly what happens. It loses so much freshness and spice.
1: But I, I think it gains something else.
0: Oh, yes? Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't think you could... Let's smell some. I mean, the implication, if you say that, that like... Uh, you know, ground ginger is a pale shadow of fresh ginger. I think, in some ways, that's true, but also that implies that, like, if it, you substituted it does still fresh smell ginger, really
0: spicy and wonderful. I love that. Yeah,
1: it's it's different. It it has like a kind of more of a, I don't know. Adjectives are failing me. I'm bored okay. already. <laughs> well, you're bored of me coming up with nothing.
0: Yeah. So, do you use ground ginger only in baking, or can you cook with it in a savory way?
1: The only recipe that I can think of that I use ground ginger in. I was about to say savorily. Wow, (laughs) that which which is a word. I'm a writer. I can make up words. That
0: which is a word.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I have a license. Is this uh, this recipe that I'm pretty sure we've eaten on the show before of uh, cumin, ginger, carrot coins. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, it's in,
0: we've definitely eaten that with the carrot episode. It's in
1: my first book, which you're all which you're all planning to read. Oh
0: my god, we are terrible! Like this this episode pretty much it turns out only exists for you and me to talk about our first books that nobody reads anymore. Right?
1: Go, yeah, go back, go deep into our back catalog. You might like what you find. Uh, anyway, uh, it's uh, it's carrot sautéed with uh, butter and uh, and some uh, ground cumin and ground ginger, and it's really good.
0: I think that I might have used ground ginger in a soup. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe like a, some sort of like a winter squash situation. Uh-huh.
1: I could see it working like in a, a carrot ginger soup or like a squash soup. Mm-hmm. Wait, is oh, squash soup, what you just said? That is what I okay. just said. I'm
0: so glad that you're hanging on my word, <laughs> oh. Matthew. Um, it's, it's, it's just part of our transformation into siblings. I mean, you never listened to your brothers, did you?
1: Did you say something? Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay Well, I mean I listened I listened to my brothers only insofar as I was listening for something I could like seize upon to make fun of them and then and then punch them and then get punched back and then get in trouble.
0: Perfect. Let's talk about, about sweet applications of ginger.
1: Yeah, let's talk about sweet applications.
0: So so can we start eating what you made? Oh yeah, yeah, let me
1: go get them. Okay. So we're talking about ginger and baking, right? Uh-huh. So ginger bread and ginger snaps, I think. Are the quintessential examples of ginger in American Western baking, Mm -hmm. don't you? Do you make those things?
0: Indisputably. Yes. Um, I sometimes make them. I almost never make ginger snaps. Um, I once went on uh, a real crusade for like the perfect ginger cookie that kind of like crackles on top, like yours does, and is kind of chewy but crisp at the edges. I have found that it requires shortening. Does this have shortening in it?
1: I am going to open the book and look at the recipe. Uh, no. No? But it has a lot of molasses, but mm. I guess it, all ginger snaps always do.
0: Oh, so good. Uh, this I really recipe, like ginger cookies with chocolate.
1: Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Chocolate this, chips. Um, yeah, I mean, we, uh, I enjoyed finishing off that chocolate ginger banana bread from the banana bread episode. Cool. This, uh, this recipe for the ginger snaps that we're eating is in the book, uh, Gingerbread Timeless Recipes for Cakes, Cookies, Desserts, Ice Cream, and Candy by Jennifer Lindner-Baglin.
0: Wow, that is a big mouthful.
1: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't finished reading this book, but I'm definitely planning to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Okay. So, yeah. So what about candy ginger? Do you use that much?
1: I don't use it much. Occasionally I'll buy some for a recipe and like.
0: And then you'll just eat it all? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I don't even think of it as like a candy that I have a craving for, but if it's in the house, it won't be for long. How about you?
0: Um, I use it in that, that banana bread. Um, I like to make, like, a triple ginger snap that's got, like, fresh ginger, candied ginger, and dried ginger.
1: If you were going to make a quadruple ginger snap and also (laughs) put in pickled ginger, how do you think that would come out?
0: Oh, amazing. Uh, Yes. Or
1: maybe just, just like... Put uh, drapes and pickled ginger over the top of the cookie. That's gross. That's so gross.
0: We'll cut that part.
1: <laughs> well, stop cutting things. You've gone. You've gone maniacal with the with the uh, tape splicing knife.
0: Okay. What about prepping fresh ginger? So I often think about this because it, this is an onerous task. Have you found a way to prep this without losing all these little nubs? Because by the time you peel away the skin, like you kinda lose these little little fingers. Well see, I, I look for Do you peel away the fingers?
1: I no, I cut off the nubs. I cut off like the little thumbs and then peel those and oh. use that. Oh. So if they're really little then no. I, I don't S- that, I don't know how God. to save them.
0: So this is kind of like When I was in grade school taking French, it took me like three years of taking French to notice that there was a pattern in verb conjugation. Have we talked about this? Like, seriously, at least three years, I was conjugating each verb separately. Like memorizing them separately, and I feel like this is one of those similarly obvious oversights. Like I think that I've been trying to peel the piece of ginger with it still intact. Like,
1: this. oh no, don't do that.
0: Like if I tried to flay your skin off of you without cutting your I arm. I was just going to say it's
1: like taking your kid's jacket off. You don't like leave their arms on when you're trying to take the kid's jacket off. Did you notice off, that right? I
0: just used the word flay? Yes. I've been wanting to do that.
1: Uh, yes. You. You and Bobby. Let's try. Let's try this little nub and see if it works. I'm. I'm. I'm denubbing like as we speak. So oh I my god, You're, why, why
0: are you using a spoon? Why because not a works, knife?
1: Because it works great.
0: But 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 why not like a little paring knife?
1: Uh because I don't have the dexterity and the spoon works fine. Really? Yeah. So yeah, so I'm just taking the skin off a nub. This one the nub here is kind of concave, which is going to make that part impossible to peel. But yeah, then I'll use some of this.
0: And That's now, so smart. God, I I I think we've talked about it on the show once before, but I was told in sixth grade that I was book smart, but had no common sense.
1: Was this and by, it, by it, a teacher?
0: No, this was by a fellow student. And and I, I have a
1: hard time envisioning a six, uh, sixth grader saying that.
0: No, she said I had no common sense.
1: Wow, that's harsh. What
0: a bitch. I have spent the rest of my life trying to prove her wrong. And in this moment, oh my God, she's so right.
1: Does she listen to the show?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Do you, do you remember her name?
0: I do, but I'm not going to say it.
1: I know. I'm just, I was just wondering. Mm-hmm.
0: You never forget these things. Did
1: she read your first book?
0: <laughs> you know, she's been meaning to read it. Yep.
1: This episode is brought to you by Talenti, Gelato, and Sorbetto.
0: Talenti has created flavorize.me, this crazy website that somehow analyzes your social media personality and creates a custom gelato flavor inspired by you, Matthew. Uh
1: what do they what do they create for like introverts who don't post very much? <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: this may be a personal question, but have you ever been flavorized?
0: I've never been flavorized, I, but I'm really looking forward to it.
1: I think maybe uh, before before our next uh, Talenti ad spot, uh, we should we should flavorize ourselves and see what happens and announce it on the show.
0: You know, I once wrote in a poem when I was like 17. <laughs> I like sort of, I, you know, it was like some autobiographical little poem thing that I was assigned in my junior beer. Let's hear an excerpt from that poem. Anyway, but I had to like describe myself and I described my skin color as like raspberries and cream or something embarrassing like that. That sounds
1: a lot like that poem we read on the show a couple of weeks ago.
0: I hate myself. Anyway, go to
1: flavorize.me and you can see uh, what flavor you are and also go to your (laughs) grocer's freezer case and pick up some Talenti, Gelato and Sorbetto.
0: Do you ever grate fresh ginger, or do you just mince it?
1: I sometimes grate it, like uh, like if I'm going to be putting it like in a dipping sauce. I think yeah. grated ginger works well for that. Um, and sometimes, occasionally, I'll come across a recipe that has you grate it. Uh, often like to supplement ground ginger in a baking recipe that mm-hmm. can be really good do you use one of those specialized ginger graters um i have one but normally i just reach for the microplane
0: yeah what's the deal with those specialized ginger graters they're also like double as nutmeg graters right
1: um you mean the kind that's kind of like a dish with a with a the with grater like in a, the middle and a trough yeah. around the edge
0: it's like the was the japanese wasabi grater you have
1: Yes. Here's what I think about the, uh, yeah, for all the wasabi grating I do, which (laughs) is none, uh, but it looks cool. Here's the thing I think about the ginger grater. I think I, I own one and I never use it. And I think the reason is I was cheap and got the smallest one and so there is oh. really enough room to maneuver the ginger.
0: So is it like kind of like when i when when i had a lot of fun watching you try to stir up a jar of peanut butter there's just a whole lot of small yeah there's like, just a lot, a lot of like circular movement just ugh. like
1: jerking emotions and like twitching and like it's we'll put a video of that up.
0: GGS what's GGS
1: See this is a thing I'm not sure if it's like a generalized culinary slash culinary school term or if only I if it's only like a thing people say in the CIA or only. <laughs> did you know I was recruited for the CIA?
0: <laughs> Do you work with that Carrie Matheson girl?
1: No, I work with Jennifer Garner. we're, oh. we're in the secret double secret CIA. we we have lots are of you aliases. the reason
0: that she and Ben are splitting up.
1: Uh, yes, it was, it was actually a covert mission that I was sent on by the real <laughs> CIA to try and bust up the fake CIA that she was working for Oh, um, and try and turn her to get her to work for the regular CIA. I am um, <laughs> <'cause
0: laughs> so confused. The,
1: the, I think
0: po- we need our listeners to draw a diagram of these various <laughs> CIAs. The upshot
1: of what I'm saying is that Ben, is that ben Affleck is a KGB agent. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh my
0: God! Wow. Yeah,
1: he was. Uh, I haven't seen the movie Argo. I was gonna try. I was literally about to try and make a joke based on the movie Argo, a movie you know, I know nothing does about. He
0: work with uh, Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. You. You. It, it's, His
0: first it, name is Jason, right?
1: Uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jason and I are on a first <laughs> basis. <laughs> also. Uh... Also, how does he like them apples? Um. Wait. What? That uh, that was uh that was a thing Jason Bourne said in uh, Goodwill Hunting.
0: <laughs> Jason Bourne in Goodwill. <laughs>
1: did you did you see now Jason Bourne is going to Mars? No. I, I think it's going to be great. Are you serious? Yes, he's meeting up like with I Tim just... Riggin's.
0: <laughs> oh
1: god, this episode is garbage. Okay. Episodes? Um so. But but we have to finish it. It's the we're under contract.
0: Okay, go on.
1: Okay, GGS is garlic, ginger, scallions. It's like a oh. holy trinity of flavors oh. in Chinese and some other Asian cooking. It's uh you know if you if you mince some. What about s- the ginger scallion sauce? Oh, from
0: oh you oh, pour boiling hot oil over. The yeah, top. yeah. Oh yeah, go on, go on.
1: That's great. <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna say is you heat a wok. You like you heat some peanut oil in a wok. You put in some minced ginger, garlic, and scallions, and like immediately your house and probably the next couple of houses smell like, like the best kind of Chinese restaurant. Mm, yes. If I were trying to sell my house, which would be a b- bad idea because I live in a rented <laughs> apartment. Uh, but, uh, but hey, you know. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's my foot. <laughs> um, if I were trying to sell my house, I wouldn't bake bread. I would heat up a wok and throw in some uh, ginger, garlic, and scallions. I might drizzle a little sesame oil in there. And uh, that sounds great. And and then I would like eat lunch by myself. <laughs>
0: Perfect. So, you know, we've talked before about, for instance, slicing onions and that, you know, the direction. Yes. at Which you slice them makes a difference on how they like in how they cook and the flavor. And
1: I believe we called it rainbow style versus. versus... Did we even come up with a name for like the parallel Cut. No. Uh, Okay, anyway.
0: But anyway, do you find that ginger works the same way? Yeah,
1: definitely. It has a grain.
0: I usually cut it across the grain. Yeah. But you could do, like, long slices of with the grain. Um, yeah, and I
1: think, I don't know, like, when you get, like, the shredded ginger, like, at, uh, Din Tai Fung, that's part (gasps) of the dipping sauce, I don't know if that's, like, I I assume that's probably cut the long way, because it's pretty chewy.
0: Do you think they have someone whose job it is all day long just to peel and shred ginger? I think so. Because there is so much of it going out of that restaurant every hour.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is so
0: delicious with, you know, you kind of douse it with, what is it, uh, three-parts. Black vinegar to one part soy sauce.
1: Um, yeah, and uh, optionally chili oil.
0: Oh, I've never put the chili oil in yeah. there.
1: Yeah, yeah. If I'm so like, if I'm doing a braise, like a like a red cooked uh, red cooked pork, or uh, or like a Chinese uh, like a chicken stew, I'll I'll like just slice coins of ginger across the grain, mm-hmm. um, kind of tap them with the with the butt of the knife a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and not even bother to peel them and just throw them in, and then fish them out before I serve it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you can you can like fully extract. So you do that
0: across the grain.
1: In the same way that sometimes the government has to extract Jason Bourne from hostile territory, you can easily uh, extract the flavor of ginger in a braise that way. Wow. Um, Do
0: you think we should write a a, a
1: (laughs) a Bourne... What was the first one? The Bourne Conspiracy? No, that's too normal a word. Uh,
0: There was like the Bourne Supremacy. Yeah,
1: that wasn't the the first one, though.
0: Bourne Again? Oh, no, or something (laughs) like that. I don't know. But... Um, no, yeah, there that was definitely a- the born supremacy. Yeah. I think there was the born conspiracy. No, 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 I don't think so.
1: The born identity was born identity. One. Oh god, that was driving people so crazy. Like, what do you listen- mean? No, I mean listeners, people, anyone listening to that saying uh, yelling. It was, oh yeah, it was they the were Bourne- all like, Ugh! Yeah. "Okay." Anyway, uh, we should write the born cookbook.
0: You know, after our Edward Scissorhands meets the farm movie, right? Makes it. Platinum or whatever movies. I don't do. remember what that
1: was. But you I'm, don't remember. I am that? going with it
0: from the the mint chocolate episode where you were going to come to my restaurant with pitchforks. Oh right! And then we talked about <laughs> Edward Edward pitchfork Edward
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah. This is let's
0: this just is rehash good. all let's, our old jokes.
1: I was going to say like since uh, whenever whenever we can't come up with something funny like this week,
0: <laughs> let's just say remember
1: remember a time remember a funnier remember time when we were funny. Uh yes, and then um, I'll,
0: and then I'll grope your foot again with my foot.
1: <laughs> All right, good times.
0: Okay, well, is there anything else we should say? I feel like we've kind of done a disservice to Ginger because it's so delicious and we both use it a lot.
1: Um, maybe it's just like too too straightforward for us to. We're not going to find something new to say about it, right? No,
0: no. I mean, it's delicious. Is there anything funny you do with it? Do you? <laughs> do you? <laughs>
1: Like what? What is something funny I might do? What I did you have know. in mind?
0: Is there any, like, superstition about it? Like, <laughs> like you know, like, like, if you want such and such to happen, you sleep with a knob of ginger under your pillow or something like that? <laughs> yeah, Hulk if I, wisdom?
1: If, yeah, if I want my life to be as wild and crazy as your childhood, then, then yeah. Yeah. Um, Cool. I don't know. Like, uh, don't put the pickled ginger on top of your sushi and eat it. That's my superstition.
0: Hey, why is pickled ginger the, the cheap kind? Why is it pink?
1: Uh, I believe the answer is food coloring. <laughs> or, or possibly, it might be some kind of natural color. But uh, so when, wait, I was about to like t- talk about something serious involving ginger. Is that okay?
0: Uh, sure. Can we, can we get M- serious for a minute? Maybe we can redeem this show.
1: Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk seriously. Wow, oh, man. <laughs> That's a what creepy you, voice. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Oh,
0: my God. Go on.
1: <laughs> I have made pickled ginger in a pickle class in Tokyo. Uh,
0: no. Taught
1: by Elizabeth Ondo.
0: I was I'm tra- that sarcastic? Tra- okay. Yeah, I'm trying to seem, I'm trying to give this the appropriate weight.
1: Okay, good and uh, if you if you choose young ginger that already has kind of a pink tint to it, mm-hmm. then it will turn pink in the pickling process. Don't ask me to explain the chemistry. I don't know. Oh, but it's really cool I think but I think commercial pickled ginger has added color to sort of mimic that lightly pink hue that you get from using good quality fresh young ginger.
0: so sometimes when I go to an Asian market, I see you know what looks like sort of normal. Dried ginger or you know, dry, dry, fresh ginger. Normal
1: dry fresh ginger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slightly shriveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Roots.
1: Yeah. And that's that's generally not good. You want you want you're looking for a smoother skin.
0: Okay. So if I see some that's kind of that like, you know, yellow with sort of a pinkish. Tone. I should buy that. Well, if you see,
1: we're talking about young ginger now. So if you see one, it's usually uh, like sold like wrapped in plastic or like on a pl- uh, styrofoam uh, tray. Yeah, uh, and it looks skinless. It looks like naked oh, really? baby, like 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 a baby kangaroo of ginger.
0: Really, um, a baby kangaroo <laughs> it's sold of ginger. in a pouch.
1: <laughs> um, and and that's the one that 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 you'll see sometimes has a distinctly pinkish hue.
0: Okay. Cool. Wow. I'm going to look for baby kangaroo ginger the okay. next time I go. Do you, do you ever see it at Uajamaya? I do,
1: yeah. Oh, cool. It's, uh, it's grown in Hawaii. That's where we get ours from, in Seattle. Great. All right. So we all learned something.
0: Wow. Thank God. In the, the 11th hour, <laughs>
1: uh, If uh, Matthew
0: slipped it in.
1: In the 11th hour, Matthew slipped it in. Uh, that uh, That's actually a sentence that appears in my first book.
0: This episode has been brought to you by Third Love. Third Love's 24-7 t-shirt bra is, well, it might be the most comfortable bra you have ever owned. It's made out of super soft memory foam that molds to your shape and truly gives you, Matthew, the perfect fit.
1: Well, I'm not sure about that, but my wife has (laughs) one and says it is extremely comfortable. And they stand behind this product so much that they are willing to let our listeners try it for free for 30 days.
0: If you love it, you can keep it. Then they'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back. No harm done. You can start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk.
1: So you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where you will find a uh, ginger snap recipe. And uh, are you going to share the recipe for that cake? Is that something you've got?
0: Um. I think it's on, yeah, I think it's online somewhere.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Yeah. Yep. That's the place you can find us. Yep. Uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, you can, uh, you can find our <laughs> books at better bookstores and websites, 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 Oh They're boy. covered with
0: stalactites because they've been there for so long.
1: Oh yeah, I hate it when that happens to my favorite websites. <laughs> um, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk—the show's so good you can peel it with a spoon.
0: Oh, I'm Molly Weisenberg, and
1: I'm Matthew Burton This is like like high nap time for this me.
0: It is high nap time for me. Yep. Do you, do you take naps? Sometimes. Like, if I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, I think that's the best time to take a nap. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.